Welcome to Thursday. It's the 20th day of July 2023. Your day weather podcast is being brought to you by Cowboy State Daily. Cooler, wet weather is coming, especially the front range of southeastern Wyoming, the front range and plains of Colorado with scattered thunderstorms elsewhere as we have a bit of a collision of some cooler air coming in out of a low pressure system in southern Canada. It's coming westward, that cooler air, and coming upslope while we have a plume of subtropical moisture coming over at the same time. So it's going to be pretty cool and wet in some areas. However, this isn't for everybody. The northern parts of Wyoming, a lot of Montana, the northern and central areas of the Rockies going to miss out from this with scattered showers and thunderstorms along and west of the divide elsewhere, but also temperatures a lot warmer. There'll be a big difference in moisture and temperature based on what side of the divide you're on. Do expect scattered afternoon and evening thunderstorms with rebounding temperatures Friday as this cooler air mass will retreat off to the east, but certainly for the eastern areas, the next two days will certainly be quite a bit cooler. Then very warm temperatures return. Really, it starts this weekend. This weekend and into next week, the high pressure ridge expands, grows northward, shifts a little westward. That'll bring heat back north again. Then next week, kind of what we're seeing this week, we'll have some episodes of some very warm temperatures, but plumes of monsoonal moisture. So it'll be off and on showers and thunderstorms. It's textbook mid to late July weather that we see coming, basically. It's just about what we normally see where the high is and where the pattern is. Also, we've got an El Nino update. They just updated some of the El Nino data and we'll provide that to you. And El Nino is something that in future podcasts, as we get closer to fall, we'll talk about some more. It's too early really right now for a long range forecast in my opinion, but something we'll formulate a little bit later. Unfortunately, Thunderstorms reared their ugly head with hail yesterday. Unfortunately, Marianne Smith here in Torrington sending us some hail damage near the southwest of Torrington. Large hail, and this was part of a thunderstorm that developed near Chugwater, Wyoming, then curved southeast into Goshen County, Wyoming yesterday, causing some very large hailstorms, stones, and more damage something that unfortunately we've had a lot of this season or in this region. And uh, yes, that is hail. That does not look like snow, but this is how much hail came down with that thunderstorm as it developed and it moved on through. There is some severe weather th risk today with heavy rain and hail, but the cooler temperatures hopefully will help mitigate anything too severe, but it's going to be a possibility. So let's look at some nicer pictures. Some of these sunrise and sunset photos over the last few days is beautiful across the region, uh, making for some very pleasant, great evenings out there. As we take a look at the water vapor imagery this morning, you can see that plume very well right here, coming out of Utah and Idaho, across Wyoming and across northern areas of Colorado. So this plume of moisture will be overhead at the same time. It's hard to discern, but you can see a little circulation right there, and that's pushing back the cooler air westward Notice there's drier air coming in behind it, and this is really typical. You'll have a dry pocket, you'll have a wet pocket. Here's the next wet pocket that's going to rotate around and come around later. So this is why you kind of have this back and forth going on. With the low pressure system coming into the Great Lakes, backing westward, you see this little chunk taken out of the pattern right here? It looks like something took a bite out of it. Well, that's the low pressure backing westward 
into this area here. And it looks really subtle, doesn't it? But just that little push back westward to the cooler air with that subtropical moisture coming on right on top of it is going to be enough to get things going. And look at these temperatures for today. This is by noon today. So you can see the temperature anomaly, the bullseye, so to speak, of the coolest temperatures will be right here. But you get west, western slope, southwest Colorado, further westward. It's not going to be as cool. But certainly right there, all across the plains, the Dakotas into the upper Midwest, temperatures much cooler than normal. So that big contrast between hot and cool continues over a fairly short distance. And there you can see the precipitable water by noon today backed right up against the front range of Colorado and central and southern Wyoming. Hence, those areas are going to be wet. This is the precipitation forecast through Saturday. So you can see it's somewhat contained, concentrated in a relatively small area here. But that concentration of the moisture will lead to some wet conditions in those areas there. Not as much shower and thunderstorm activity the further west and also the further north you go. By Sunday, that high pressure ridge bulges north. This is going to send the heat back up. And also, that drier air I showed you right here will be rotating around the high. So what that means is less thunderstorm activity and more heat. So this is the temperature anomaly by noon Sunday. So the heat comes right back. So it's going to be a little bit of a roller coaster with temperatures in the region over the next four days, alternating between the cooler and the hotter weather conditions. Then as we take a look, that's where we are Sunday. You're going to notice a shift by Wednesday. It's not huge. It's subtle. But this opens the door back to the next plume of moisture by that high going back to Texas. And the clockwise circulation wraps that moisture, circulates it right on back. We have a front trying to push into the Pacific Northwest. That'll beat down the high pressure a little bit. So just this shift right here brings back the moisture. This is for Saturday. Notice it's white and brown. Now the white certainly shows adequate moisture for afternoon and evening thunderstorms, but the moisture isn't as deep and you can see the brown here. So there will be a decrease in thunderstorms this weekend. It doesn't mean no thunderstorms. It means a decrease in thunderstorms. So there won't be as many that will allow temperatures to get a little bit hotter, but this is by Tuesday. So here comes the next area of moisture coming on in. And this is by next Thursday and Friday of next week. So that'll get shower and thunderstorm activity going as the high is here and the moisture gets concentrated around the periphery right there. Taking a look at the El Nino update, this is the latest sea surface temperature anomaly. Just amazing to see what has happened over the past year along the equator in terms of the flip in temperatures. The natural response to a three-year La Nina, three years of colder conditions along the equator, is an El Nino. It's a natural response. We see this all the time, especially after a long-lasting La Nina. Mother Nature is going to respond and swing the pendulum the other way. And that's exactly what's going on. So this is going to be a big player in the fall, winter, and spring forecast of what's coming over the next nine months or so. This is what it was a year ago. Just a remarkable change from the cold to the warm. And if we look at the, if you measure, this goes back to 1982. Thing to remember here is El Nino, La Nina, El Nino, La Nina. See this go, this back and forth, this sine wave pattern. So after our prolonged La Nina here, you're going to expect that warmer response of El Nino coming on back. And you can see, historically, that's what happens. And you can see the longer periods of the La Ninas that we've had have been associated 
with some of the droughtier periods in the western United States. Correlation is very strong. And you can see that the computer modeling right here is showing the El Nino becoming quite strong, then still with us, but fading by late spring, but still in place. The average that you kind of want to look at maybe is more towards this green line, but we're all above this zero point. So we're going to be in a warm Pacific situation along the equator well into 2024. And the statistical probabilities, the red bars here, showing El Nino is here to stay well into spring of 2024. Have yourself a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow.